Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Blues Fans TV and welcome back to Blues Balls Podcast. Uh, yes, that is the name. I saw people chatting about that earlier. That is the name. Uh, nothing nothing harmless about it. Uh, and Merry Christmas Eve Eve. Uh, it's Christmas Eve Eve. This is the last podcast before Christmas. So I hope everyone enjoys and hope everyone has a great Christmas. Hope everyone's well. I've got a Christmas tree in the back. That's how festive we are. Um, and for everyone on Spotify, there's, there's a small Christmas tree in the back. It's not special, right, <laughs> but today's episode is special. Um, we have a couple of great guests, and we're going to talk about some good Chelsea stuff. So we're going to be talking about Chelsea-West Ham, of course, and that result. We've got a big game coming on Boxing Day that we're going to be talking about. I'm sure everyone knows that. And we're also going to talk about some of the other fixtures and then take your questions right at the end of that. Uh, so, yeah, without further ado, let's get the guests in. And today we've got a bit of a, a theme with the guests today. We've got an SW6 Daily uh, bonanza special so we have tom jam and ellie how are we all doing everyone yeah we're good man glad to be here <laughs> we all we all feel festive yeah of course <laughs> <laughs> right and i'm sure we're all very happy to talk be talking about chelsea today because we won uh, last week we didn't we weren't we lost two on the bounce and i had to do a podcast that was quite upsetting and it was a little bit down so we're going to bring it up this week because we won against went sound tom tell me about it what do you think to that game oh man it was just a relief like the fact that i could sit and enjoy the last <laughs> 10 minutes at three nil up that's the best christmas gift that chelsea football club have given me in a long time <laughs> you know, this time of year we are absolutely awful but the fact that West Ham, we just cruise, we just cruise through the last 10. Okay, yeah, there was 10 minutes of the game where West Ham were kind of playing like prime Barcelona. But apart from that, honestly, I, I, I was satisfied. And I think, you know, Tammy, I thought was excellent. Obviously, the big man, O Monstro, Thiago Silva, beast as oh. always. So, you know, Mason Mount as always, Kante, all brilliant. Um and it just gives me a bit of confidence. Maybe this year there's not going to be a Christmas slump. And that is enough for me to make me a very happy man. Big, big words, man. No, yeah, it felt like we could just take a breath in it. I mean, there was a lot riding on this game and, and Twitter was going mad saying uh, all sorts of shit about this game going forward. So, you know, we, we're quite quite excited just to let the load off. Jam, what did you think of it, mate? Do you know what? Forgive me for swearing straight away, but I'm just glad we shit housed them. They, <laughs> they're the kings of doing that, and we obviously got shit housed in the last two games. So I don't care, man. I'm, I'm happy with the with the result, three 0 as Tom said. Um, and um, yeah, I mean, apart from the the middle third of the game, as as Tom said, it was all right. We did what we needed to do. We didn't concede when we were getting pumped a little bit. That's good. I'm happy. Um, so hopefully we get a little boost from that. You know, that's a London derby. We're going into another London derby um, against a team that's worse than them, worse than us, in almost in the relegation zone. Um, you know, <laughs> it's, it's peak for them. So let's go into that with a bit of form, a bit of confidence and see what we can do, what damage we can do at the Emirates. I like it. I like it. I want to, uh, I want to talk about Thiago Silva, the man of the match, the man of the, the hour. Uh, he played brilliant yesterday, didn't he, Elliot? What did you think to his performance? It was absolutely brilliant. Honestly, I was so impressed with him. He was just getting into the right positions, making some really difficult blocks that looked like they totally took the wind out of him. Like it was really, really impressive. And you can see that our defense just looks so much more assured with him in it. And really with Aspie and Thiago Silva, I thought that the defense looked pretty good. Like West Ham did have good runs of the game, but I think with him in it, it was a major reason why we didn't concede that goal when West Ham kept like knocking and knocking and knocking on the door. So definitely man of the match performance for me and and a goal, right? You got the, the goal as well. Oh, you know what? I almost forgot that he got the first goal. You know? I know, me too. I just remembered. <laughs> oh, yeah, he, had a great, he needs to sign. You know, there's the, the, the thing in his contract that he's got one more year. I think he needs to sign it, man. We need to get him going for another year. He's an absolute legend. And um, all the, the Thiago Silva haters, um, so, so one of my mates was especially hating. <laughs> Looking for him. Where are wow. they now? Because he has wow. stepped up in the Premier League. He's a, he's a beast. I love him. You wouldn't um, 36 like I yeah. hope I go when I'm 36 <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I mean I can't I probably can't do what he does now and he's, he's way older um and and yeah you, you mentioned uh 
Asby coming in because um, that was one thing I was definitely really worried about. Reese James being injured and he's been so, so good for us recently. He's arguably been our best player this season. But Asby, of course, he stepped up. I was going to say he stepped up. Of course, he did. It's Asby Laquetta. He's the captain. He's the man. Um, but it really did just show his quality. And he even got forward and got balls in as well. Like he, He's still showing that he's still a competent footballer. It's so good to have him still. Uh, but then we go on to the other side. Chilwell got injured uh, quite early on, and that was a bit of a bummer. Uh, Jam Tap, talk to me about that. Oh, man. Chilly breezy, you know. Um, I felt bad because I, I thought he was actually going to get up and run it off. But then I think there was a moment where he kind of bit his shirt or something like that. And that's when you know with those ankle injuries. Um, I've had a fair few myself. And there's always that moment where the pain doesn't go away after the first 10 seconds. It sounds silly, but there's a real sharp pain you get. And when it lasts longer than that, and we're talking like 30 seconds plus, you're in trouble. Um, and I guess, you know, when you see the replays, it's really unfortunate. Um, it wasn't done, you know, it wasn't done on purpose. It, it was just an accident. But do you know what? Emerson did all right. He did his job. No massive errors. Um, nothing spectacular either going forward. It was just all okay. And maybe that's all we need in the second string left back. So, um, if he can handle West Ham and Gerald Bowen, who's a good player, by the way, on that side, he did all right with him, then he can probably handle the Brazilian Gary Coleman or <laughs> Nicholas Pepe, you know, all of these guys. Come on. I'm sure he could probably can. do that. So, yeah, I think we'll miss Ben Chilwell a little bit, but maybe the fact that him and Reese aren't going to be playing against Arsenal means that we're not going to be so over-reliant on crosses. You know, maybe yeah. that's a good thing. Because I, I feel like against Wolves and Everton, it was just cross, 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 cross. And it yeah. wasn't really getting yeah. anywhere. Well, Arsenal's exactly. back line isn't great. So, like, I feel like we should be crossing the ball in against mm -hmm. them because they don't defend, like, very well. I think we're stronger on headers than they are. Yeah. That's a great point. But to be fair, they're not good at defending anything. Yeah. <laughs> we just need to stick yeah. it on. However, they're not good at anything. They're not good at anything. <laughs> I, I would say personally on that, that actually, particularly with Giroud on the pitch and that kind of crossing, I'm not sure you want a big crossing game, especially when Giroud's not on the pitch. Because when you haven't got two wingers, you've got Giroud in the middle. It, 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 it just didn't work. It didn't work against Wolves. It didn't work against Everton. And I actually think Tammy as a kind of hold-up striker ho offers... Definitely a lot more with Werner on the pitch as a kind of very, very free, free playing forward. So I, I would say that, and I actually think it helped that Reese wasn't on the pitch for that because I think what was good against West Ham was that we weren't wasting crosses. Now Reese James crosses are like gold dust. Don't don't get me wrong here, but I would say that as P, I suppose on the note of as P, he offered that. He always offers that defensive rudder that I find sometimes Reese just lacks at times. Um, not saying Reese is a bad player, but I think that as P you know, covering your back, there is your insurance yeah. policy. I mean, when Kante falls, and you know, I've, I've got I've got my own theory on Kante falling, by the way. But when Kante fell, as P is there to just you know mop up, make sure that the move is safe. Do I think Reese necessarily has had the maturity to be there in that position? I'm not so sure. I think it will come. But that's the perk you've got with having an experienced player on the field for me. And yeah, on the left, Emerson doesn't do a lot in terms of like, he's not going to light a game up. But I completely agree with you, Jam. He doesn't, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't mess up. It's like no fireworks, but no disasters either. Yeah. yeah. I, that's it. You nail on the head there, and, and and Jam said it as well. Like to have someone come in and just do a job is just exactly what we need when the big lads are out and 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 they're injured. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, you mentioned uh, Tammy as well, and I think he had a you know he had a great game. We all loved his performance, and I think it was quite interesting to see him on the pitch in the first place. And uh, Frank got that right. Um, I, I didn't know you know Giroud, Tammy, Giroud, Tammy, Giroud's in form. Tammy was kind of out form. Tammy gets the nudge. He scores two goals. Frank did something right there. And I'm quite happy with that because and Tammy played really well. He got where he needed to be and disrupted the defence well. So I was really happy with that. I don't know what you guys thought about that. Couldn't agree more, personally. Yeah. I think I think Tammy is 
he's so i think it was i think it was neville or carragher but i could be completely wrong it might be mark lawrenson who said that he he has a potential to be chelsea's firmino um i think actually he'll score a lot more goals than firmino but i, I can see exactly what he means <laughs> you have players that you you have, you have players that, that can play off tammy I think he gets the best out of Werner week in. Every time Werner's played with Tammy up with him, he's been you know, three times the player as to when it's been Giroud, personally. Um, I don't know what you guys think on that. Go on, Ellie. After you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, like, I thought that Werner was better, but I, I really can't make that judgment because I don't think Werner has been good I don't think he was good in the game versus West Ham or versus Wolves or versus Everton I I just don't think that he's been performing so I wouldn't say that Tammy gets the best out of him because I, I think that he still has a lot to improve um because his final touch has been letting him down his like um like play with with the front three has kind of like the passes have been a bit off and then the the shooting just hasn't been there he's missed like a, a decent amount probably like five one-on-one -on -one opportunities that he probably should have scored in the past three or four games. So um, for me, I, I just don't think Werner is up to par right now. No, he, he is struggling. I think it's definitely a, a mental thing, isn't it? You can kind of see yeah. every time he misses, he, he kind of like just, he's so angry with himself. He's and you can see it's so hard. So like you can tell that he's not using his instinct. Yeah, exactly. hundred percent. He's, he, that's it. He's not using his instinct exactly that. Like he's just thinking too much. He's trying to place it exactly where he needs to be. But if he just hits it one, you know, it might go in because he's got that kind of, you know, that ability in him. But yeah. Um, lastly, on the West Ham game, we spoke about it enough and it was a great time. And one of our, you know, shining lights and also another shining light was Pulisic, uh, the boy. Just, oh, what a guy he is. And just, I want to, like, every time he gets on the pitch, I just want to kind of, like, make sure his calves are okay. I want someone <laughs> just making sure his calves are okay because he's very important and he's so good when, when he's on. And it's just, he's a delight to watch. Like, you know, um, in recent years, you'll see uh, Chelsea, and we do it this season, but we'll we'll just pass it back and then back around and back this way and then that way. And then, oh, that's not working. We'll do that. He, none of that from him. He turns and runs, and most of the time he gets past at least one man, maybe not even more. So, absolutely loved him. Jam, what did you think through his uh, performance? Oh, Ellie's going to feel offended. You didn't go to her first. For it. <laughs> oh, yeah, do you want to take it? You know what? I'm going to pass it over to her first sure. and then come Good back lad. to me after. Good <laughs> Uh, thanks, Jim. Well, <laughs> for, you, you guys know that Pulisic is like my favorite player and I feel like a special affinity to him being American. Like, I don't know why. It's just like being American, you don't see many players playing like international football at all, let alone in the Premier League. And then he plays for my team. So it's just like super, super cool. Um, but I just love how he's not afraid to take on players and maybe he needs to improve the final pass a little bit or pick his head up at times. But I can't even really get that mad about it because I'm like, at least he's trying to create things. At least he's trying to be direct and get past players, which is a lot more than anybody else is trying to do on the pitch. So honestly, I think that you know, he's coming back from injury. He's still getting, you know, into the groove of things, but he's improved massively since the first game that he came back from injury. And I think that he's just going to get better and better and start like getting those goals again. And yeah, I just, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do as well. Don't worry. Jam, go on. Do you want to say something? Yeah. I mean, there's not a lot else I can say. I mean, look, I've got, I've got to hold my hands up. I, I disrespected him the other week and I think he heard me. I called him, rather than Captain America, I called him Captain NHS. Because those hamstrings, mm. they're made of cheese strings. But How he's come back. Like <laughs> <laughs> he, look, he clearly heard me and now look at him, he's backing me. Um, but no, he's he's he literally is one of my favourite players. I mean, hands down, Project Restart, when that started last season, how good was he? You know, if he can hit that form again, he was literally... I don't like comparing him to it, but let's just say he was he was our best player comfortably and he was dragging yeah. us in, in games. Um, who, who do you want to compare him to there, Jam? I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I was just thinking out loud there, but I'm, I'm going to take that back. Um, <laughs> look, 
he he is a truck what ellie said basically he is a troublemaker and i love wingers that just are there to cause trouble they'll get the ball and they'll go do you know what i'm going to take you on and they're just asking questions just dribbling and just thinking can you defend this can you defend this can you defend oh, i'm going to go this way which way am i going and he's just constantly asking questions and i love it because you need that you need that to you know to to balance the team really um and we clearly missed it against um, Everton. Uh, did he? He didn't play, did he? He didn't play against Everton. No, he definitely didn't start. Memories than me. And then I think he featured a bit in the Wolves game. Um, but you know, we we need more of that. So you know, going on to the Arsenal game would be great if we could have two wingers playing. But I'm sure we'll get into mm-hmm. that. But look. Christian Pulisic, what a guy. Captain America, the American boy wonder, our best player on form. And I hope you can get back onto that. I really do. Yeah. Gemma, I feel like you could give some inspirational speeches, man. I get kind of hyped. Ellie's sweating over there. Look at her. <laughs> um, I mean, well, when he scores, I just start like crying. It's <laughs> <laughs> what do you say, Tom? So a few words on Pulisic, because I was talking to a friend of mine who's a big Bundesliga watcher. I mean, he, he, he watches the Bundesliga a lot and he knew him from his Dortmund days. And what I think is what, what I think was the most fascinating thing I heard was that he said to me, you know, Pulisic's injury record is, you know, it's pretty crazy, isn't it? And, and I said, yes. And, and is that slightly concerning? I think, of course, it is. But he said to me, the reason that the guy gets injured in that way is because he plays out of his skin for about a month. And the injuries come from him literally trying to move heaven and earth to, you know, get the best out of his talent. And that is something for me that I find as one of the most admirable traits of a player. And I think the thing with him is, if we can keep, you know, if we can find a way of, you know, if, Making sure that those cheese strings don't get snapped, like, you know, not, not like an old, um, what's it like, like a violin string or an old guitar string. I think honestly, we're going to get so much out of him because he's a player where I think he wants to get the most out of himself. And some players you look at and you think maybe in games they don't. You know, I love Eden Hazard, but for instance, there would be games. I think Gary Neville referred to it at the time where he would go into what he'd call walking mode, where he'd be controlling a game so much that he would almost, I don't want to say stop trying, but he would just, instead of making runs, he would just start standing still, like trying to nudge it everywhere. I don't think we'll get that from Pulisic. So I think if, you know, we can find a way of dealing with his fitness. And I mean, that's not 100% certain, but I'm confident they can. This guy's going to be absolutely remarkable. Honestly, yeah, he, he's 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 something special, man. I'm really excited to see where he goes. Like I said, I just want to kind of protect him any way I can, but obviously Send we can't do it. Send a bodyguard. <laughs> just just focused on his legs, just making sure that everything's fine. Oh, when um, he's about to get tackled, just get a sniper. In. <laughs> you just see the red dot come along. Yeah. <laughs> no defender right. touches him. <laughs> right. Um. Let's let's move on to the the main the juice of this podcast the main thing i think a lot of people are waiting for it it's the title uh and i just want to i want to start it with uh something that tom told us all before we started tom take it away oh goodness me it's <laughs> it's it's the founder of brexit ball himself mr <laughs> sam allardyce coming out with arsenal are real life relegation rivals <laughs> and you just you just know that he's eyeing up Mikel Arteta and he's thinking this man this man ain't fought no relegation battles before and he, <laughs> he's got him in his sights so we've got to help Big Sam we've got to help Big Sam listen we're all we're all Baggies fans from now on as well as Chelsea fans right <laughs> just because of what he said uh Arsenal uh we're talking we're playing them on Boxing Day uh, and we're obviously hyping it up. It's going to be a massive, massive game. Uh, Jam, what, what do you think to this game, mate? <laughs> well, that was brilliant, first of all, from Tom. Um, it's class, isn't it? Jeez. Mikel Artekas, they used to call him. Artekas for what? Laying out cones? <laughs> That's all I'm hearing these days. Peps number two. Peps number... Yeah, this is it. This is it. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm just going to say quickly, 
maybe he could be a decent manager one day. But in all fairness, um, all jokes aside, the job right now is too big for him. He's stuck in the mud and that's his lot. He needs some help to get him out, um, to get him out the mud completely, get him away from Arsenal, to be honest. Um, Arsenal are in trouble. Um, I looked at it and if results go against them, bearing in mind Burnley are below them and have a game in hand, bearing in mind one of the games is against Brighton away, who they always lose to, they could start the new year. Big 2021 that everyone is looking forward to in 17th. <laughs> I mean, what? So that, that alone, as a, a fellow London club, it is our duty to help them realise their dream and get them <laughs> into that relegation zone for the New Year's Day. So we we honestly we we need to we need to be up for this game. Uh, Arsenal can turn it up when they play Chelsea. Uh, annoyingly, as we saw in the FA Cup final, they can turn up and they still have some some decent players. Um, however, you know I've I've heard from various sources, Arsenal fan uh, AFTV, I mean. Um, and a few other people like uh, Ransom Bantz calls Aubameyang, Obamwingi. Lacquer <laughs> <laughs> hairline. Um, <laughs> ben Arena, the Brazilian ballet, uh, Gary Coleman. Uh, Jesus Christ. Ceballos, the Spanish tornado, because all he can do is spin and cause chaos. You know, these, these guys, and don't forget Sideshow Bob as well. I mean, th these guys are in trouble. They're, they're rotten to the core and we just need to be up for the game turn up and just turn them over. 3-0. Thank you very much. Enjoy. Yeah, and if there is a time to do it, this is this is this is the is this the best time to be playing Arsenal? They're 15th. They're three points away from the relegation zone. This has to be the best time to play them, isn't it, Tom? Ooh. Arsenal right now, right? They're a wounded animal. They're at the side of the road. They've just been hit by a big, big SUV. And they're lying. <laughs> And they're, 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 it's their last life. They're, they're just, they're, they're clinging on for dear life. And all it reminds me of was a certain champion Chelsea team back in 2015. We were, we had a nightmare start to the season. Mourinho was, Mourinho was the charmless man, if we're talking blur. And what happens when <laughs> comes and Mourinho suddenly, his charmlessness turns into Victor Muldrew. And we somehow, somehow get a referee that likes us. They go to nine men and the rot for, for just for a day was stopped. So lessons to be learned. We don't take them for granted. We have to, we have to think that, you know, it's an animal clinging on for dear life. <laughs> We've got to stop them. And I think it's going to be one of those where the first 20 are going to really, really determine it. If we can get on top of them, if we can get on top of them, show them where they are, tell them no more, grab them by the scruff of the neck, we'll beat me easily. But if not, oh, we could be prey. That was uh, that was that was really poetic. I enjoyed that. I, I want people to clip that up. <laughs> um, to be fair, I mean, and you make a very valid point because uh, as much as I'm on top of the world right now, I'm really excited for this game. I can't wait. The second it gets to um, Boxing Day and the second there's an hour before we see the lineups, my heart will sink and I'll be terrified because because uh, it's because it's Arsenal because they're so shit at the minute and we we need to win to keep them shit. Um, <laughs> let's talk about the actual game, like what's going to be happening. Uh, we watched the press conference earlier uh, and Reese James and Chile will be missing. That's a massive blow. Uh, no Ziek and no news on Hudson Odoi who made the bench. Uh, how do you think we're going to tackle this one, Ellie? Well, I think that, you know, we saw in the game against um, West Ham, sorry, <laughs> that I think we started with the 4-2-3-1, but Conte was playing like slightly up in the pitch. But I just felt like with Jorginho on the pitch, the midfield was getting pretty overrun and West Ham really came back into the game. Um, like they weren't playing well and we looked pretty dominant the first like 20 minutes or so, but then they came back into the game. And once you brought on Kovacic, we looked like much more stable. So I think that we're probably going to stick with the 4-3-3 that we've been playing. 
a lot of people are saying to play a 4-4-2 because you have like Timo playing up front and he can link up with the second striker and run off the shoulder and that's like the type of role that he's used to. But um, those kinds of formation changes take a lot of time to implement and with Ziyech like basically coming back pretty soon, I think Callum is on should be ready. I don't think that we're really going to see a formation change with just like a couple of days to go. Um, so that being said, I think 4-3-3 formation and it's really going to be up to who's playing in that attacking three. I think the big one is Giroud or Tammy. Yeah, uh, I, it's a difficult one. Who 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 would it be? Because um, the, I think uh, a thing with Arsenal right now is that they're awful when they've got the ball. When they've got the ball, they just you just give them the ball and they won't do nothing with it. They've, they're attacking players in a real big rut. Uh, so a bit of the attacking midfielders. So, you know, uh, it'll be interesting to who to play up front because, you know, I think if you play Tammy, you get more of a dynamic uh, forward. But if you play Giroud and they've got the ball, all you have to do is knock it to him and then either Pulisic or Werner will arrive. Um, so it's, it's an interesting one to, to go to it, especially with uh, the pace of the two lads, Pulisic and Timo. Uh, do we think them two will start on the wing? I'm guessing, Tom, do you think them two will start? Yeah, I think Lampard's not going to change anything at the moment. Um, I think, you know, you look Monday, it's a Monday, Saturday, isn't it? Because Boxing Day is Saturday, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I think six days on is perfect. You know, we can build the system. We haven't got to rotate. Obviously, we will do for the two after that when it's always that weird time where it's they played the, the following weekend and then midweek is like two days apart, the games. I, I, I would be surprised if it's not. I think Werner should get another chance, actually. Um, for me, with him, you see, even when he's not on form, I see him create, even if it's nothing sort of outstanding. I see the speed, the pace or the attributes we like. He remember he did get an assist against West Ham, so I would expect to see him. Um, and Pulisic, he's had six days, so I don't think he's in danger fitness-wise. So yeah, I would be very surprised if it's not those two. Fair enough. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I, I was watching the Arsenal game last night. Actually, it's the four-one defeat to City, which was fun. Um, but also the the one glimmer of light for them. <laughs> was uh, Martinelli, and and he's he's a good player. We can all agree on this. Uh, and he was probably their most positive player yesterday. And he's injured uh, now after a long injury. It looks like he's injured injured again and might uh, not play against us, which is again another massive bonus for us going into this this game. You know, arguably their best player at the moment, even though he's only played last game. Uh, <laughs> shows where they're at, doesn't it? That's but. Okay. <laughs> but um yeah no he's not there so so things are looking good for us we are looking like the stronger team going into it and uh another interesting stat and interesting point i read earlier uh this made me really happy so i don't know if you guys have heard this one but if we win at the emirates uh we will draw level with all-time premier league points so since the Premier League has started, they had obviously wait, they, early doors, they were much better and we've creeped up now and we're level, we'll be level on points if we win, which, you know, that that's that's huge. That That is huge. We are slowly but surely, you know, and then we all say it, London's blue. It was, it was ever since 2012, but now we can say it is in the Premier League as well because we're getting better than them in that as well. And I think that's a huge stat going into this one. And I think... Uh, if they lose this, they should be scared. What do we, um, Jan? What do you think to Arteta? Do you think he's going to stick in the job, or do you think he's going to go? Do you know what I've been asking? Um, I've been speaking to a lot of Arsenal fans. My dad's an Arsenal fan. My little brother's an Arsenal fan. Ooh. But I'm a Chelsea fan. That's an interesting family. <laughs> <Yeah. That's laughs> interesting. They must hate you. <laughs> They're not fans of me at the moment. Um, do you know what? Christmas should be fun. <laughs> from, from them and a few of my uni mates, they're Arsenal fans too. Um, my mates from uni when I when I went. Um, it's, it's, it's mixed. And it's really hard to get it out of people that want him out. Mm. But sometimes they don't think he's going to go. Now, what I mean by that is it seems like the board are backing Arteta. Um they recently came out and said, no, things are going going well or it's going fine or something like that. And that really upset the fan base because they're obviously lying to them in a sense. Um, but if they're going to back him like that, then it makes you think, well, what what is their goal? 
Um, and Arteta is pretty stubborn in a way that he wants to play out from the back. And he's obviously a mini pep and he's probably stubborn. Um, you know, he wants to focus on a style of play that kind of suits Arsenal and what we know Arsenal to be. Um, but then it gets to a point where you have to think, oh, Christ, we're, we could be starting 2021 in the relegation zone. Now, this job's too big for him. You know, at what point does that happen? So for me, I think <laughs> I think they might stick with him until January. Whoever they're playing sort of January, I think um, it's after the Brighton game. I'm not sure who it is, but I think they'll stick with him until January. I mean, if we slap them, then maybe it might just be a bit too peak for him. And, you know, they might have to get rid because there'll be just a complete revolt with the fan base. But I think he might just survive, you know. That get that I'm a survivor song on, yeah. I think that's his <laughs> right now. Um, he'll, he'll stick in there, and I hope he does. Obviously, <laughs> I don't, know, I don't know where I read this, but I saw something like that they were planning to back him through the January transfer window and kind of try to get some new players in and see how that goes, and then maybe like sack him after that. So I'm not sure, but if it goes really bad, so like maybe they just get fit and sack him before. But fair enough. Yeah. I would say I, I would actually go as far to say is that I actually think that Stan Kroenke and the board don't really care. I think they're sat there thinking, do you know what? He's won a CFA Cup. So if any of the fans want him out, we can just say, Oh yeah, but he's won a CFA Cup. And I would also add that actually I think they're thanking their lucky stars that there's no fans in the stadium. Oh, because yeah. if there were fans in the stadium right now, I think that the board would have a real, real, you know, difficult choice on their hands. Because mm -hmm. I don't think that, that Arteta's position would be tenable if there were fans in that stadium right now. He's getting away with it at the moment because, you know, all that's happening is that DT is making a meme of himself on on the Arsenal fan TV and someone's throwing their phone about and the ball can just be like, ha, ha, ha. But if there were fans in that stadium, it would be no laughing matter. I mean, no, I, I, I don't think he'll get sacked before, um, before Saturday. I think he is in a position where I actually think he wants to be put out of his misery in a way. He, I, I don't think he wants to be there. He won't walk away because obviously there's a payout in it. And also I think that looks poor if you walk at this time. But I think he wants, I think he knows he can't take them any further. That's a massive shout. And um, but it also, I think they might have to just back him because what top, top manager is going to go and take the, you know, Arsenal right now this season where they're at, maybe start a fresh season, start something new, but having played this many games already and being where they're at, you know, they know. I don't think like Allegri would want to come in, or or even some of these names that have been thrown around. It's available. Sorry, Marky Hughes can help a team stay up. Ooh. Oh, oh! See, imagine that you got Big Sam, Mark Hughes going at it. Who Pardew, can survive? Tony Hughes is in Pardew, mate. <laughs> the, the, oh, the narratives that would come of that, right? Uh, do you guys have anything else you want to say about the Arsenal game before we move on? We better win it. We better win. <laughs> we better win. Do you know what I was just going to say? We we need to overwhelm that midfield. Um, mm. You know, it's that that's probably where we are at our strongest. You could argue um, on paper um, in, in in some ways. And they, they, they Danny Sabios and Mohamed El Neni or El Sideways. You know. Cool. These names, oh, if I was playing against those guys, <laughs> if I was playing against those guys, oh man, I'll be coming out with my knife and fork or my spear. Do you know what I mean? I'll be after <laughs> it, I'll be hunting. So that's where we're going to win it, hopefully. Um, that's that's it. I'm uh, I'm going to be cheeky and I hate when people do this to me, but I'm going to do it anyway. I want a score prediction from anyone, everyone. So, Ellie, you got a score prediction? Um, I'm gonna go. 3-1 to Chelsea. Nice. Jam? That was a Pulisic hat-trick, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go 3-0 Chelsea. Oh, Tom? Too bullish for me. I'm very sheepish. I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to say 2-1. And I think, Ooh. you know, it could be 2-1 either way. I, I'm not I'm not, I'm not. not that confident. I, I wish I was. 
But when you face the wounded animal, you can never <laughs> take it for granted. Fair enough. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say two nil. I think we're gonna. I think if Silver's playing, which he should do, we'll we'll be able to. They won't be able to get a goal past our defence, and then uh, I reckon we'll get. You know, Vernon's gonna score. He's gonna fucking prove everyone wrong and score like an absolute worldie or something. He's gonna run from halfway line all the way up, <laughs> do all of the players, and then score. That's what's happening. And and come on, that's not obviously not not happening. Uh, right. Before we get onto the Villa game, I just want to say, everyone in the chat, we're going to be doing a live Q&A just after we talk about the Villa game. We're going to briefly talk about the Villa game, and then we're going to take your questions. So make sure, think of some questions, get them in the chat, and we'll answer them. Uh, but then, yes, Aston Villa, two days after the Arsenal game. It's 48 hours, exactly. It's it's insane. Uh, and I think my main question going into this one is, uh, the, is the rotation. How do we deal with that? Uh, do, do we... Does Frank save the players like Silver and Pulisic, you know, the boys that might be more prone to injury? Do they have a rest or, or, or what do you think we do going into this game? Uh, I'll start with you, Ellie. I mean, only 48 hours. I feel like you have to rotate some of the squad because it's just so many games in just a short period of time. And then, you know, that's how injuries happen. And so I do think that we are unfortunately going to see rotation, but like 48 hours is nothing, you know, like you don't even really have time to prepare for the game. They're probably mm -hmm preparing this week as well I don't know so I think like players like Pulisic Thiago Silva are going to get rotated um maybe even Conte gets rotated as well I think we'll see Mason Mount start both games um maybe, I think we'll probably see Kovacic start versus Arsenal and maybe Kai Havertz start versus Aston Villa um and then maybe even Callum is fit for the Villa game so we see Werner play and then you know so we do have some rotation options in there but I think it's the only option is to rotate. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we are very blessed with a good squad at the moment. Uh, other than winger, apparently, we have loads of players in every position. Um, Jan, what are you saying about that? Yeah, Ellie's bang on. Bang on the money. Um, my, my worry is Aston Villa, of course. But we have to remember, they're also playing on Boxing Day and playing 48 hours later at the bridge. Um, very true. So it's a bit peak for them more than us. Um but I question how much they're going to rotate. I hope they take Grealish off. I hope they, he doesn't mm -hmm. start. I mean, uh, they, they can't play Ross Barkley, so he'll play in the first game and then someone else coming fresh. Um, and that Ollie Watkins as well. I really hope they've got a winnable game before us and they throw our game. But yeah, he's, he's good. So yeah, rotation city. Um, you know, the remontada rapids, as I call them, are back again, aren't they? So let's see. Let's see what they can do. I love, I love all the, the, the names that you've got for everything going on. I love it. Uh, you Like you said, Villa are not shit anymore. Um, <laughs> last season, they were pretty rubbish. Uh, and they've turned that around this season. And listen, if anyone knows me, I'm I'm a, I'm a Brummie and I absolutely hate Aston Villa. So this game's massive for me on a personal level. <laughs> but the only one. <laughs> true, true. My, but they uni, are. my my uni mates from uh Solihull, he yeah. absolutely detests Villa. Oh. They're, the, they're the least appealing Midlands team. Even uh, though they are the best, they are the, the, the most annoying to be fair to him. <laughs> um it's nice to know that I'm not the only one. But yeah, but like I said, I've got to swallow my pride a little bit and say, you know, they are good this season. They are doing well. They're currently ninth. Uh, three points behind us, but they do have two games in hand, which is absolutely insane. Uh, Tom, what are you saying about Villa right now? Well, they've had an incredible start to the season, haven't they? And I would say as well that, you know, Dean Smith have kept faith. I think their transfer market dealings have been absolutely oh, ast yeah. astonishing. To get Ollie Watkins. Now, I've known Ollie Watkins since he was at Exeter in League Two. I was at their playoff final. I think it was in 2017. The guy is absolutely, you could tell then that this guy was going to the top. And I, I don't say that as some kind of, you know, smart guy that goes, oh, I've seen him play or whatever. This guy is absolutely fantastic. Um, and then to see, obviously, Ross come in, um, the goalkeeper as well, Emmy Martinez. They're a great side. But what I would say is that it's usually this time of year that, you know, surprise top four, top six clubs tend to slip down the table. Exactly as Jam says, just with the uh, rotation, it's going to be very, very difficult for them. You know, game every two, three days, you know, four or five games in a row. 
the fact we're at home twice in a row is going to really uh, the fact that we're in London twice in a row is really going to help I mean, Might as well be home. It's Didier Drogba's home, but it's not Chelsea's. Chelsea Football Club's home. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, Villa are a really, really good side. King Drogba, yeah. Um, all, all respect to them. Uh, all respect to them. But I think if we play our cards right, we should be able to get past them. All I'll say is that I wouldn't rest anyone for Arsenal. I, I think it's too important for that. And I think mm-hmm. to laugh and go, oh, ha, ha, they're, they're the relegation team and Villa are the top half team. That's just not not the way to think, personally. Um, yeah, fair enough. That's yeah, I, I completely agree. It's going to be an interesting one to see what Frank does, see how he plays. I think so far Frank's done quite well with rotation. I think, you know, the, we got the Champions League wrapped up. He rotated then. And he's he's done well so far, and, and even like you look at Tammy Giroud, they've both played a good amount of minutes each. So uh, I, I have trust in him for that. Right, uh, let's get some questions in. Then we're going to take some live questions going into this. There's been a lot of uh, Arsenal fans in there, just just giving loads of abuse. Oh. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see if they have any questions What's going in. Jam, <laughs> remember this guy. <laughs> 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 Love that. Yeah, yeah. Any nightmares now. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, I want to get so I want to get some questions in the chat so we can take yours. Listen, it don't have to be about football. Ask us whatever you want, and we'll <laughs> we'll be up for it. Um, as someone someone mentioned it just a, a William William's going to score against the lads. What do we think to that? He's like written in the stars who hasn't had any goal contributions really. So how I think he had like one shot on target in like. 800 minutes or something like ridiculous like that so i just know it's written in the stars that he's gonna score honestly yeah it's one of them but the but the thing is he might score and then do nothing for the rest of the season so i don't know if i'm all right with um with with that but yeah we, anyone else want to mention anything about william if i see that afro celebrating i'll be fuming <laughs> if i i'm telling you right now if i see him celebrate i'll be fuming I've already seen it with David Luiz once when he came back with PSG. I've never oh, forgotten that. that. Oh, what? Hagen, uh, you know, that guy. Anyway, William. Oh, I will I will be crapping myself when they get the inevitable free kick from some clumsy play. Uh, if he sticks it in, it's just curtains, isn't it? It's Banter City, Banterville. Here we right. go. Yeah, it's gonna. the floodgates are going to open on Twitter, aren't they? Even yeah. worse than that, Arsenal get a corner from some silly pass out. William, William pops over to the byline. And we're all thinking, ah, we're all right. It's a <laughs> okay, <laughs> and then he pops it in straight to the head of his Samba, Samba and oh. David Louise. And they both go and celebrate. That's the nightmare. <laughs> but the dream is... You got to remember David Louise, his return to the bridge in a red Arsenal shirt. Agent David, the two very well. First, first ever Chelsea Arsenal game I've ever been to, and possibly the best ever Stamford Bridge moment was cheering Louise off. The love of our lives. <laughs> so hopefully, our two Brazilian agents, yeah, um, will come good for us. Hopefully, I mean they definitely have the uh, <laughs> the ability to do that. Uh, we've got we've got a question here from Elizabeth King, which is uh, a bit far ahead, but we'll talk about it real quickly. We got Athletic going the round of sixteen. Do we? What do we think to that game? Are we going to do anything with that? We all, we all thought we've got top of the group. We've done it. That's what we wanted. And then we have got the worst team in there. It's like just our look. But how do we feel about that game? It's going to be really difficult. First of all, it's really cool to meet another Elizabeth. So hello, because I don't know <laughs> Elizabeth. Um, but Atletico are really performing very well in La Liga, and they're one of they. I think they're going to go on to win it. So I think that it's going to be a very very difficult game for us. I don't think it's going to be impossible, but it was the worst possible outcome. I think it really, it really was. I think Sevilla got a better draw. They got Dortmund yeah. who were struggling. <laughs> Uh, honestly, do you know what? If you don't know what the definition of pragmatic is, then look it up. Pragmatism. Look it up because that's going to be this game. It, Simeone, man, he is going to stink the place out. Um, but the thing is with them, they're pretty good with their chances, what little chances they get. They're just an efficient team. 
But I tell you who's not playing. That's Kieran Trippier. <laughs> if you don't know, yeah. If if you don't know, he um it popped up on my phone before we went live. Um, we'll talk about this before we went live as well. That um he's been banned for ten games and fined like seventy k for betting offences. So mm. for he, betting offences. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I'm he must. Yeah. <laughs> okay, by the way. Helping us out against, you know, in Europe, possibly for the first time ever. <laughs> what the, the twist? Um, right, we've got another question here, and this is an interesting one. Uh, we're very, very close to the January transfer window, and uh, how do you think? Is there a way we can improve the improve the squad this January? Have we got any eyes on any players? Tom, we'll start with you. I I'm not expecting anything to be honest with you. If we can get a winger, great, but. I, I don't really think we can be expecting anything at the moment too drastic. Um, that's the only gaping hole. I mean, I would say again, Ben Rama, Ben Rama, Ben Rama, but it's, that's not going to happen. Um, I think, you know, people sometimes talk about Buendia and Campwell, but again, if we can get one of them, great, but I don't want to get fleeced into 20, 30 million for one of these players. So, yeah. you know, I'm not expecting anything personally. Um to be honest, fair enough, Jam. You got your eye on anyone? Do you want anyone? Um, well, you know we're we're NHSFC, NHSFC. We um, blue is the color. We literally blue is the color. Um, <laughs> our, our wingers are the most injury prone players in the team, um, and we have three of them outright wingers. And we don't really want to see Timo Werner playing on the wing for too much longer if we can avoid it. Mm. So I, I I do think it would be really nice to see us get a winger um, in January, and it would have to be someone that's happy to be on the bench. You know, if you look at the championship with Watford, you've got Saar, perhaps. Um, that, uh, there aren't really many players that I can think of right now. But you know, I was actually I was on um, the other side of the coin um, on Monday, um, Miz's channel, and Jay McIntosh. He um he said we should be looking at Marcus Turam that plays for Mucin Gladbach. He's um, a striker, isn't he? Well, he can play both positions. Yeah. Um or and or the other one play. Timo Werner, maybe. Yeah, well, this is it. <laughs> um so you know, there there are a few options out there. I do think we need another winger. I think we should have four, um, you know, just outright, not just Havertz and Werner that can play there because it hasn't really worked. So it'd be mm. nice to see us get one, but not a disaster if we don't. Right. And then on these lines, I'm going to give this one to you, Ellie. It might be a bit difficult one, but uh, same mm. question, kind of question. But uh, is Declan Rice on the cards? Uh, for January, I don't think so at all. Um, but I do think like over the summer, we might see it because we know in 2020, there was like very mutual interest. Um, and I think in 2021, we could potentially see it. I think it's going to be a hard deal to make because West Ham obviously aren't going to want to get rid of their jewel, their captain. You know, it's going to be a very big ask, but every player has like their price that you can buy them for. And I do think that he would be a good signing because Nicola Conte is getting older and we're going to need somebody to fill into that position eventually. So I think that it would make a lot of sense for us to go for Rice. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think if it's going to happen, it's probably going to be 2021. Fair enough. Fair enough. And I think if anyone can get the deal done, it's Marina, isn't it? Yeah. So um just got a quick question here from Paul. Is Ziet gonna be fit? I'll answer that one. I don't think he's gonna be fit for Arsenal and it's probably gonna be a bit shaky for uh, Aston Villa. But big up you to Paul. Um let's just look and have a look at some other questions. We've got Kalamutson Adoy to start. Um and I, I don't think he's gonna start for Arsenal. But he might potentially start for Aston Villa, like we said earlier. We might want to rotate a little bit and, uh, you know, try and find, uh, you know, just different players in different positions. And uh, we've got another question here from Joseph. Recall Conor Gallagher, the boy. Absolutely tearing it up. We want to keep him at baggies for now because, obviously, Big Sam versus Arteta. We want to keep that happening. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, that, that narrative needs to stay. But what about Conor Gallagher, Jam? What do you think to him? Yeah, good player. Very promising. Um has he got enough to to be in our first team? Probably not. So, you know, for now, I would actually go as far as to say, obviously, stay with the baggies for the rest of the season. Reevaluate it in the summer. But his competition is quite 
<laughs> it's quite a lot of competition, let's say. Um, yeah. but, uh, he, I think he will need another loan. Um, Premier League or another top five league, I think he'll need to do that and then we can judge it then. I deep down think he might not make it at Chelsea, but will be a top player. Um, yeah. And what I mean by top player is a Premier League player, you know. Um, so big call. I want him to do well. I like him a lot, but I just don't know if we've got that need for him, his type of player. But we'll see. We'll see. Fair enough. Right. Well, I think that's going to be it from us today, guys. I really, really appreciate everyone watching. And I appreciate you three for joining me. Uh, we're at the part of the show where we'll, we'll get to promote ourselves a little bit. So let's let's do that. As I said, this is an SW6 special. So obviously check that out. But let's ch shout out your personal channels. We'll go with you, Tom. So, yes, I'm Tobis98 on the Twitter. Do drop me a follow. Um, I've been a bit busy recently with new job and stuff, but I am back on Twitter. So step following, um, I'll be ranting again. Um, again, we haven't got Anthony Taylor for for about a month yet. So just stay calm. I'll, I'll try and I'll probably take some like anger management before we have Taylor. Uh, but, yeah, I might record myself doing that. But apart from that, you know, hopefully you like my takes. Even if you don't, I'll debate you in a nice way. And compulsory following SW6 Daily, SW6 Daily, CFC Women. Compul compulsory. Absolutely. Um, there was a couple of questions about Anthony Taylor, to be fair. I kind of had to, uh, I missed them out. I saw him fly by and I missed them, but yeah, I had to cut there. Jam, promote yourself, big man. Yeah, nice one. Um, so, carefree underscore jam on Twitter. Um, and um, just like what Tom said, um, Big up SW6 Daily and SW6 Daily CFCW. Um, so that's the, the women's channel um, on, on Twitter. What I will say is that SW6 Daily and SW6 Daily CFCW have got some big things coming up um, in a couple of days, would we say? So certainly keep an eye out on that. And, um, you know, we're, we're doing some real big things. Um, and with regards to myself, I'll just finish off and say, um i do preview videos review videos um just whack them up on twitter um i do them with a little bit of a twist so just check them out when you can and uh, give us a follow that'd be much appreciated love it ellie yeah so you know they've talked about sw6 so i'm not gonna touch on that anymore um but yeah you have my at here i put out previews reviews and like a lot of fpl tips if you guys play i'm super into that and always like spending hours and hours trying to analyze the best <laughs> moves to make every game week um so i really enjoy doing that and i have some exciting stuff coming up on my personal page as well so drop me a follow interact i try to respond to like almost everybody that i can and yeah thank you so much for having me it's been a blast no, thank you guys. Thank all of you for coming on. I really appreciate you joining us for the Christmas special. Uh, I'm Jay from the Bat Post. Go check that out if you want. I'm pointing in the wrong place. If you want, if you like me, we, we have a not very serious look on football. So go check that out. And of course, we're on Blues Fans TV. Check us out. Like this video. Subscribe to Blues Fans TV. We're on Spotify. This will be on Spotify. I don't know if that's news to you guys, but that will be on Spotify soon. So check it out. And um, everyone that's listening watching thank you for being here we really do appreciate it and have a great christmas <laughs>